loss. How do you cope with it? Welcome back to quarantine season. My name is Eller Camacho. Last night on August 28, 2020, we lost a legend, Chadwick Boseman, to colon cancer at the age of 43. I like to take a moment of silence for his loved ones and the lives he has changed till his very last day. You will never be forgotten, Wakanda forever. As we continue on, my next guest joining me today is someone who pushes herself beyond limits as a writer while wearing many hats on set and on stage. We went through the MFA and screenwriting program together and pushed through to the very end. She was the co-creator, executive producer, and writer on the comedy web series Still Broke, which is on Amazon Prime, so check it out. I'll leave the link in the episode bio. Anyways, I can't wait to see her continue to thrive in this industry. I'm so proud of her. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Amara Brown. Thank you for the introduction, Lisette. That was great. Um, Hi, girl. Yeah, I, I am a writer, director, producer sometimes, actress sometimes. And yeah, I, I went to NYFA, New York Film Academy with Lisette. I don't know about you, Lisette, but that, that was like one of my hardest and best yes. year and a half. <laughs> I, you know, I I told someone I felt like it was harder than being pre-med. Because, oh because you know what? You can't look in a textbook for the answer. You got to look no. in your brain. No. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, but honestly had so much fun like oh I wouldn't my gosh for the world but hard is an understatement <laughs> oh boy I I remember I remember having nights where I would go in and out of sleep trying to finish up pages for the next day oh the <laughs> memories yes that that hit that struck a chord with me <laughs> because because of procrastination I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish it. But then I was like, yep. but then you're struggling. Well, I don't know what to write. And you can't. And you're also sleepy. And you're also sleepy. Tired. Yeah. And like, you know, you don't remember the last time you ate. You're like, nope. <laughs> nope. But you, you don't have time either. You don't you have, have time. time. <laughs> you gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. But thank you, Lisette. I'm, I'm very happy to be on this show. This has been a very, very different year. So I'm just trying to like just stay positive, motivated and keep moving forward. So hopefully you'll see more things from me. I'm working on things right now. Oh, that's so I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm so yeah, happy for you. Yeah. yeah, happy for you too. Yeah. So how are you? How are you doing like overall? Oh, good question. Uh, overall, like I said, it's, it has been a very, I'm not going to say it, this is the worst year ever. I know a lot of people have been saying that this year has taken the cake. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is <laughs> outdone itself every week. Um, but at the same time, I, I think the challenges make us stronger. They tend to do that. And everyone has that year in their life where it's like, oh, God, this is rough, you know? Like, And you're like, how am I going to get through it? How am I going to get through it? I remember being 17, and I was full of teen angst, and I hated my mom. Oh, I hate you, mom. I'm never going to get over this. Like, I thought that was the worst year of my life. And then 2020 happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing compared to now. That was, no. That was, that was, like, a, that was like a tease. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
so it definitely was so I mean I, I just feel like um I'm, I'm doing I'm doing good you know I, this is a, a good outlet to speak and talk quarantine because you know we we have plenty of time to talk and yeah do things that we haven't done before so I'm, I'm doing pretty good uh, thank you yeah of course of course like for me I have my good days and my bad days but I'm just trying to remind myself that I I have a home and I need to be grateful yes. for being yes. able to just have have a place to stay and yeah. the fact that I was able to travel home for $35 mm, back yeah, home you know rare. which is rare mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, just have a place to stay and be able to finish paying off my rent in California. I mean, yeah, I don't don't want any extreme debts in my life. I know I have my student loan, but I don't want any other extreme debts. Tell me about it. Let's, (laughs) that's another, that's another episode. (laughs) Tell me about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like you said about having a roof over your head, like that is so important because you know, when you're just living life, like, on a normal year, like, it's, let's say it's 2018 or 19, you're just thinking, I just got to get through tomorrow because I'm so stressed out with work and so stressed out with blah, blah, blah. But, like, now that so much has changed and I had to move back home with my family from California, too. So it's interesting, like, what you can do when circumstances get rough. It's like, wow, I... I I'm thankful for like the little things now. Like I'm thankful that I can still breathe. You know? yes. Like I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm thankful that I don't have to worry about rent in a place and I don't even have a job. Like that's just what I'm thankful for personally. So I, I totally understand that. Yeah. It's, it's a blessing for, for sure. It's like you said, it really makes time for things that you wanted to do. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And I'm not going to be that like, pretentious person that's like oh if you aren't creating during quarantine you're wasting your time like I get it like people are stressed you know some people have are dealing with COVID. you know they're they're sick and some people have a lot of different stressors so you know whatever you can do even if it's just like getting out of bed that's something to celebrate that in my opinion yes I agree I I I hate to admit it but I was that person who was like, come on, this is the time for you to create. But then I fell into a deep depression. I was, and, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't, and just, just like you said, just getting out of bed was an accomplishment some days. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not, it's not all about creating. It's not all. Yeah. It's just about just taking it one day at a time because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we're people too. Even though we're creatives or business people or nurses or doctors or whoever you are, you know, you're still a human and you still have, you still get tired. You still get sad moments that can get you really down and you have happy moments that can make you feel on top of the world. I understand it both. And I, sometimes I kick myself for not working harder or not doing it but then it just sometimes you need to be easy on yourself because like you said nothing is promised so yeah I'm I'm guilty of pushing myself you know I, I always even when I was in school I was like always trying to push myself beyond measures trying to make sure mm-hmm. everything was done even earlier than when I was mm-hmm. too yeah but and like 
yeah and like I think that's that's awesome like that's you're above and beyond so you know that's that's always going to be in you like you're never going to not be that person but I think sometimes you do need to take a break yeah. breaks aren't bad either yeah so I got that from my mother she mm-hmm. is like an energizer bunny she will not stop yeah. And yes, that's my mom too. I and and she she always tells me, "How come I'm older than you, but but you're always tired? I always have more. That's I have more, like I have more, I have more energy than mom. you. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> if we if we did uh we did parent swap, you would have the it same. Would be no it would be different. no difference. No difference. Yeah, my mom loves to she, say how much. Yeah, is. yeah. She always tells me, "I just need to put you back in and recook you up and take you back out." <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. My yeah, parents, moms are awesome in general. Yes. But okay, we get it. Like you're, you're amazing. Yeah, you we, don't rub it in. Yeah, it really puts a lot of pressure on the future. Whenever, like, if I become a parent one day, it's like, mm-hmm. well, um, if you don't become like me, then I don't know what's gonna happen to your kid. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. I feel like I feel like we're still we we can still get some stuff done. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, just need we just good. we just need a break. So once yeah. in a while, you know, just mm-hmm. just to sit sit back and you know take a breather. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then get back to business. And get like, back to business. Yeah. Because it's it because it'll always be there. It's not gonna mm-hmm. go away. So true. It'll still be so there. True. So yeah. we, we can finish at a different time, even if it's within the same day. We can we can rest and come back to it. Yes, that's so true. Because like, um, not to get off yeah, topic, go ahead. but like the innovative stuff that's happening, like daytime TV, talk shows, late night TV has changed. It's all done from your home, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, no matter what life does go on it's kind of sad but it's kind of good at the same time so sucks you know to really just interesting to see the adaptation of sports and tv like there's a award the vmas is tomorrow and it's gonna be virtual and oh wow yeah and it's like what like (laughs) you told me that like a year ago i was thinking no that yeah like no but like now i actually want to like yeah like yeah (laughs) just curious of this of this hot mess of a show how are they gonna work this out how how are we gonna make this work because i yeah because i've seen some of the basketball games with my dad and they have the virtual audience and some of the boxing matches there's no audience there's just the paparazzi or the photographers or whatever yeah that is so it's so weird weird and it's like I don't know how they feel because I know some of the athletes are like no I need the crowd but I wonder is that more or less pressure I guess I don't know that's really interesting you should not trying to give suggestions (laughs) but like it would be interesting to to hear from like an athlete like what do you Mm, I'll write that down you know yeah later so yeah, it would be just interesting to hear because I know a lot of college kids. I love, I love. You're from the south, like me. Yes, I love like game college. SIC. I've mm-hmm. yeah. I've been to so many football games. I've lost count. My brother was in the. My oldest brother, he was on the football team in uh, St. Pius High School. Really? Um, yeah, it's a Catholic school, but yeah. He- I went to every football game and then I was in the marching band. So then I ultimately went to every football game at my pu- right. at my high school. Every They yeah. lost every game, but I still had to it go. It was so fun. 
yeah it, it was it was fun yeah sometimes yeah um it the, the company was more fun than anything because there wasn't much to cheer for mm-hmm. <laughs> i understand i didn't have to rip up that band-aid but yeah i feel like it's a really big deal in the south and heard a lot of coaches say like we need to have sports because some of these kids mm-hmm. also too in high school this is their chance to get scholarships so it's not yeah, so think about that. it's really hard to say maybe for the high schoolers to do the sports but then for the mm. other grades don't do the sports i know the parents want them to have an outlet but at the same time yeah. they need to stay protected and if the players that are looking towards trying to get a scholarship they should be the priority students to be able to do the sports at school mm-hmm. yeah see like i wouldn't even think about that far but like wow like so much has been affected by this because yeah like about those the kids that really really need it for outlets for scholarships it just hopefully we can get something back yeah to, to whatever happens in the future i don't know i'm yeah. trying to get through the first but that's so interesting and it's it's i've never i mean i, I went to an arts high school Mm-hmm. So I didn't have sport in general, but we had plays and musicals and yeah, and like and kids and kids need that, you know, need it. Oh my, need it. Like it was, I would be a completely different person without it. You need that burning energy outlet, whatever it is, whether it's like painting or football. I don't know what it is. You you need something. And, so hopefully, yeah, yeah. And we've learned and we've learned so much this year on how the arts have an impact on Uh so many Uh generations okay yes yes i mean what has through this time the arts yes i mean pay us more please (laughs) yeah please hire me yeah and like yeah i mean what have you been binging Netflix, Hulu, all those stuff. HBO Max, Max, listening to music, writing, painting. This is all the arts. This is all the arts. I've discovered, I usually, I I never find new shows. I always go to my reruns, but I am finding so many new shows. And I'm like, wow, this actor, this writer is so great. Like, where have they been? And without, you know, we wouldn't know if we weren't pushing it out there because NBC is, I read an article yesterday where they're having to put in unscripted television on their lineup for the fall season because oh they only have, yeah, it's oh. going to be like all Bachelor oh. all the time. <laughs> my my parents, they watch that and it's so embarrassing. They're watching yeah. Love Island last night and they're like, no, come on, come in. Look, let's see, let's see who's going to get it. Let's see who's going to who's gonna win I'm like I don't care this is <laughs> remember Jerry he was talking about writing for a reality TV show yeah. and he was like this it sucked it mm-hmm. sucked high heaven <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've kind of done more work with scripted than unscripted because I've done internships in the past but it, it is a different kind of beast sometimes and it's just it's good to have that balance like oh sometimes I do want to watch unscripted yeah and then, yeah I mean like, I, I watched uh, Love is Blind my- oh, that show. 
that show was a roller coaster. Oh my oh, gosh, that, that, that was a good one. Very good. I have to admit, it was a it was a good one. It was a good it was one. it turned out to not be so bad. It wasn't that it was bad. Good. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. it was actually kind of good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's crazy that NBC is going to be bringing out more unscripted. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's that centers to have that take precedent over. I mean, I guess it forcefully, but you know, that's interesting. But, We're just going to see all reality. Yeah, but I feel like, okay, so I know that they need less people on set, fine. Mm-hmm. But with reality TV shows, they have a whole bunch of people on the set anyways. I know. So it doesn't make sense. It I doesn't know, make sense. Right? It would be better to yeah. create a show with a minimal cast than to create mm-hmm. not great television. Mm-hmm. For at least like people like us, like just want good writing and good content. And, uh, you know, that's all we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm again curious to see how that's going to work out because I have no idea how filming is going, even for those shows. So that's a good point. Even if the cast is like, what, five people, you do need a lot of crew. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, you I, mean, I mean, we, we both worked on sets. Uh-huh. We know that it takes a whole bunch of people to just do one yes. scene. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and you know, before film school, I had no idea. I was like, oh, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll just do a short film. It's gonna be super, super quick. Uh-huh. And then that was before. And then, I, and then when I had to do my short film, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to hire this and this people, this and this people. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, at this point, I am focusing on writing short films. Good. Not feature films at this time, because once I can get a crew, once. I go back to California one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one day. <laughs> it'll it'll be a two day shooter at most, and mm-hmm. then we keep it moving. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I can do a, a web series, especially. I don't. I don't know, especially during these crazy times and then very minimal people on set. And I'm yeah. also trying to have all female crew and cast for this shoot as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to try to figure out and like that's the role of like a director mm-hmm. producer uh, to try to figure that out so good luck yeah uh, whatever I didn't I didn't want to direct it I asked Deontay and he said you know this story seems very personal and I feel like you should be the one to direct it uh-huh. I was like can you please direct it? <laughs> <laughs> I love first of all I love how Deontay Deontay Gray, that is. Yeah, he's a star. I know he's great. No one even knows yet. <laughs> he's just he's when, like he, he's a silent star. He's a silent star, and one day he's gonna make it big, and someone's gonna listen to this and hear like Deontay, 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 and like they're gonna be like, oh my god, like it's just so yeah. Funny. Everyone's trying to like get their hands on him. I now. know, and I was so close. I, he was gonna he he was gonna work on my the web series pilot. And then mm-hmm. Misha beat me to it. <laughs> right, right. I remember that because I was also. You're on. Was you're on, on, you're the on the list. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in demand. He's in demand already, which is like that's awesome for him. Yeah. Yes. I, he was on a podcast that I did that I'm. You know, it's on hiatus. But he was like, I have to get him. Yeah, so, he's amazing. He his he's content really is just oh my gosh. Shout out to him. Yes, shout out. What's up, Deontay? If you're listening. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's just not just him, but there's just so many other people I want to work with. I didn't get a chance to work with during film school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a, really the great thing about networking, even though I do not like it at all. <laughs> I don't like talking. I just don't like I, I know I'm like I'm kind of like a fake extrovert. Like I pretend like I like to talk to people, but I really don't. But I feel you. Yeah, like it's it's so great though because later on you're like, wow, you're actually amazing. Like you have this going on. You'd be great for this. And I I get why networking exists, but it's just not the easiest. It's thing tough, sometimes. especially remember at pitch festival. Yeah, <laughs> where you have to get everything out in like five minutes. Yeah, it was it was it, fun, but also it like was serious. it was a whirlwind for sure. Yes. I really want to work on a feature film about my family. You know, I, okay. you know how like <laughs> all my content usually, I was like, I never really have to look too hard. I just have to look at my family stories. Yeah, <laughs> which is like that's <laughs> that's that's like kind of the blessing and curse when you yeah. have a family member who is a writer. Like everything <laughs> that you do will end up in a story. Like I. <laughs> I'm writing a web series right now. Oh. It's a comedy and it's something that's newer to me. So I'm trying to draw a lot of inspiration from past people that I've dated, interacted with. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully you'll you'll see that soon. So yeah. Yeah. I know you mentioned Chadwick. Can we do you mind if we talk about Chadwick? Yes, yes. I don't want to take over. Let's, yeah. Yeah. With Chadwick, you just never know what someone is going through. And even if you ask, you may still never know. So yeah. true. Yeah. So true. He, I'm going to talk without getting emotional. Okay. I know so, I didn't know. I, 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 we, we, I feel like we all get emotionally connected to Mm -hmm. actors even though we've never met them yes yeah because when I remember I was in high school and they were filming 42 which is Chadwick played Jackie Robinson and they were filming it in my hometown Chattanooga Tennessee they were filming some of the scenes and they were filming it at the stadium and I remember a couple of people from my high school were extras and they were so excited and I remember just, I think that was like my first introduction to this actor. And I was like, wow, he's, he's really good. Like he's, he's great. Like everyone's 42. They're so excited about it being filmed in Chattanooga because this is like a huge deal for us. So it's so cool. I was cool. And then you see him in my, the next film that I saw him in was the James Brown movie. And then he was in so many different films that showcase black icons he kind of like reminded me of like the male version of Angela Bassett he is amazing and I would just like you know when I'm really into something I research the hell out of him like, like, yeah. where's this person from yes <laughs> I, did, I do the same thing yeah yeah and then Black Panther oh my gosh that was so monumental for everyone not just black people not just people of African descent but wow I remember taking my niece and nephew along with my mom to it and seeing the huge car you know how movies have like cardboard cutouts yeah I just remember seeing so many awesome black faces and then at the top of course was Chadwick and like that was just like I don't know if my niece and nephew felt the impact because they're younger I don't know if they 
understood how cool it was but I just remember looking at that thinking like this is gonna be awesome like I didn't even I didn't even really know about the comic series I knew mm. I mean of course I know Marvel Marvel pretty much never misses no they always they nail they, yeah they, they nail they nail movie. they nail everything pretty much pretty much which I'm so thankful for that because they're just like one after the other but yeah I had no idea that it was just like this whole extreme backstory and then to have Ryan Coogler we know how hard it is to make a film it's even harder to make a good film like <laughs> oh my gosh yes a film that's good so it's just like all of them together and he's the lead to lead that movie and then you're also going through something at the same time which is just like wow gone too soon is an understatement i don't know what was in his next cards to play who was going to be next i mean i know he was in a recent spike lee film but wow i can go on all day and he wasn't you know i'm not gonna pretend like i was just like oh like the greatest chadwick fan i've been to all of his premiere stuff like you know i i I just thought he was just a great actor to like respect and it's just sad to see someone so great and he seemed he seemed like he was nice yeah just to go so soon he was really really talented yeah he 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 really was and to think back on those films and know Mm -hmm. that he was sick Mm mm-hmm you know yeah yeah because someone said that you know it's hard enough to make a film it it takes a lot of energy and mental physical strength like it it really takes a lot Mm. out of you I don't know if you remember Lisette like after our film shoot I would be exhausted the next day (laughs) I mean I know I know and I I'm not sure if you remember I was on set for for two days and I almost passed out on the set I was so oh my gosh I still was it still broke yeah yeah I almost passed out (laughs) not laughing at that but yes. yes very very yeah but the point is is that you really especially uh like a crew member especially as an actor you have to give everything 100 percent every time and you have to get every shot at different angles yep yep and sometimes multiple takes sometimes it's hot you know of course we're gonna treat the actor like gold we're gonna make sure they're fed and well hydrated of course but you know he had to get in fighting shape and he knew martial arts like I'm just discovering so much about him like he was he was just on point and to go through that which is already a lot to go through like it is it's not easy people think that creating art is so easy like yeah just get up and sing like no (laughs) like that's not no it's not it's the complete opposite complete opposite and I feel like not a lot of people that work in the art really express how difficult it is some of them just just make it seem effortless and it's Mm -hmm. not really a good representation of how it really is because before I walked into it I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be as hard as 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 it was when I walked in and now like I even watch movies and tv shows differently knowing knowing that that one scene there were this many shots Mm -hmm. and it probably took a whole bunch of takes yes and it depends on the director sometimes like the director's trying to get this right vision sometimes it depends on the camera sometimes it depends on the actor sometimes it depends on the scheduling all of it has to work together it is like a freaking car like you you know how you see a car just work like a car 
it's so many different moving parts that we don't even see. Everyone is important on set. They should be treated like that. I mean, of course, some people get more precedent than others, but everyone is useful from the PAs. It is so crazy how, well, I wouldn't say like difficult because people create TV and movies all the time, but it is a challenge. Like, wow. Like, and it's, it's really great to have someone like you you understand it's not a cakewalk like this isn't just something that people think like you know you're gonna go into the arts so you're gonna be poor like (laughs) you must want to be broke for the rest of your life yeah yeah. I was told that (laughs) no like it is like it it takes a lot of gut to wake up and say I'm gonna really do this and I'm gonna fight tooth and nail until I get it yeah and I feel like with him, it's so important for everyone to really take full care of themselves. And because I know some people, they push themselves beyond measures Mm -hmm. to be their best Mm -hmm. selves because they don't want people to feel sorry for them or stop them from doing what they love, which is for him acting. He loved acting so much that he pushed himself, even though he was feeling so sick. Yeah. And not saying that this is the same thing, but it kind of reminds me of Heath Ledger. Like, yeah, he he went really into that character. He was really, and it's unfortunate, his demise, because a lot of actors will get immense in their roles, which is the test of a very, very talented actor, but it produced such an amazing product. So it's just, it's just kind of just like really really pushing your body through it I know this also like isn't like a another person that truly pushes herself is Beyonce I don't know if you watched her documentary yes yes it was yeah it was really good yeah it was good and it was also just kind of scary that she's starving herself and she just had children and that's hard and then you're also really pushing yourself and it's just hard to make it look seamless man it it really is a lot of the artists celebrities they come out after having kids the women about having kids and then they feel so much pressure to lose all their Mm -hmm. weight oh oh she's obese now oh she's pregnant again and Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't really know even after the women have the baby you still have that belly you still have that belly and then it goes with time and they feel pressure to lose all that weight and it's just yeah it's not healthy isn't healthy yeah I feel like there's like a lot of factors at play as a woman I've I've never had children but I know your body changes a lot it also changes with age it also changes with personal health like it is a lot of factors at play and then to be an actress who has to be a size whatever and be in a bathing suit tomorrow like it is it's a lot of pressure man a lot of pressure it's not easy yeah it's not for the week of this i cannot do that i cannot i i I would want to act in my own stuff but not be a full-blown actress no Mm -hmm. it's it's too much even the models have to deal with that it's just Mm -hmm. even with models and sometimes a lot of times with female actresses once you reach a certain age you're treated as undesirable which i think that is a gross stigma like just because i'm what 50 i'm not considered the same as i was like that's not my mom is very pretty okay (laughs) if we don't treat women the same as male actors that's another story 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. I saw when when Carrie Fisher, she she was accepting an award before she passed away, and she was like, "I'm here. I know I may seem invisible because I'm over fifty, but I'm still here." Or something like that. Mm-hmm. She, I'm paraphrasing, but she said something like that, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's really sad that a lot of great actresses are just not getting the roles that they deserve because of their age. Yeah, and it goes for just regular jobs too. Mm-hmm. It's really it's a lot of age discrimination within the females, and mm-hmm. I feel like the older men get. Hooray for you! You know, yeah, you, you're gonna get the top job. Yep, and yep, you're even treated better. Yeah, wow, you're so wise. Yeah, you, you, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then if you're if you're an older woman, she may be too slow. She may not get it right away. Yeah, or she's been in this way too long. She's she, too stuck in her way. Yeah, like, she she. It's it time really for her to is, retire. Yeah, it really. I mean, that is so freaking true. Whether people. Want to believe it or not it really is huge discrimination and it's not fair i don't know i don't know hopefully that changes in the future a lot yeah. of things have changed since i was a kid but hopefully that changes because that's not fair like you can see robert de niro he's one of my favorite actors Me too. First of all. yeah but you can see him in dirty grandpa where he's dancing with young 20 year old women but like if a woman was in that role no nope they would call her all sorts of names <laughs> absolutely not like that is nope i can't even like no that just infuriates me but you know one step at a time i guess yeah and we, we need to fight to be heard we mm-hmm. need because mm-hmm. we are still trying to to get paid the same amount of, of money that men get paid right that's number one and it's ridiculous. That's we're doing that's the same. We're doing right? the same work. Why not we? And it's not like one is doing better than the other. Just one has a different downstairs than the other. Yes. And when I was in undergrad, this was a huge thing that I was obsessed with: the number of women directors in Hollywood, and then the percentage of those women directors that win big awards is so it's like so small less than 10 so like really really come on guys you're telling me that none of these women are good enough or or what are you saying they're not as good or are we just not treating them like they are like i i refuse to believe that i refuse like that is not true yeah that can't be true and that cannot be true like and (laughs) even for for female screenwriters they're still not getting the recognition that they deserve Mm -hmm. there's so Mm -hmm. many great films that were written by women and they may not even get nominated no and what's even sadder is maybe this is just my perspective sometimes i don't even realize that oh this was written by a woman or oh this is directed by a woman unless i had to research it's just hard to see that like woman being at the director's chair and completely pinning the script and they don't get the same recognition treatless if they're one of the greats like again i don't know if you remember a decade or two ago like during snl Mm -hmm. people didn't think that women were funny this is around like tina fey and amy poehler yes were like, yes they were starting to create amazing things at snl but like people really didn't think that women could be funny and like that's like what <laughs> like, 
I don't understand how that's a sentence. Yeah, I I don't understand either. I think we watched a video in film school about Mm -hmm. how they needed to add a female in the writer's room for diversity or have some person of color in there for diversity because one it was and it was always one. Yeah. And it's sad that it hasn't really picked up since then. Yeah. We've gone far, of course, like a lot of things have changed since yeah. previous times, but we are not there yet. You know, we, we have a lot of things to work on because, I mean, you know, we're, we're just starting out in our career. So yeah, we're just starting we have, out. Yeah. So honestly, we have years to go, stories to tell, stories that are going to get told about our experience. Like it's, it's going to be an uphill battle, but you know a lot of things do need to change like more writers rooms should be more diverse tv executives should be diverse i was reading another article where this woman of color she was pitching a show and she said sometimes it was hard to get her jokes across because all the tv execs were white men so they didn't they were like that's not funny (laughs) and of course it's not funny to you because you you don't you would have no no yeah it's a completely different world like it's it's apples and oranges like you have no idea like it's it's very it's very different Mm -hmm. it's like a different Mm -hmm. language yeah that's the hard part about comedy yeah but the way you write comedy is very funny so you keep going girl thank you thank you yeah i'm 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 more of a drama girl (laughs) i can't i've tried yeah well everyone has their niche everyone does yeah very true I would, I don't want to box myself in too much. That's why I want to try to try as many genres as I can. You should. Um, yeah. Just because, why not? Yeah. I'm do. So, but yeah, like, I, I love drama. I love to write it. And I, th- I think I kind of think in drama. You know how sometimes, like, you think in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Drama. I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. But I, I want to, like, definitely keep pushing and and just keep trying new things because I mean the sky is the limit but even the sky isn't the limit the universe I guess the space beyond the sky is the limit for both of us yes absolutely very proud of you Lisette keep going with this podcast thanks thank you Mara I'm really proud of the journey that you've come from and are now so end it off Mm -hmm. what advice would you give someone struggling with the loss of someone they knew or that was outside of their family? Oh, wow. That's a great question. What's so interesting is me and my very, very close friend. I love her very, very much. I was with her a couple of weekends ago and she asked me if I wanted to release balloons for anyone that I've lost because she was going to release it for her grandmother. Mm-hmm. I think that is a really interesting thing to do. I would have never thought about that. But I would say that grief never gets easy, ever. My cousin lost her sister when she was 16, and she's still actively grieving her. And she's in her mid-40s now. So don't think that, you know, just because I lost someone a year ago, two or three, you know, it, it, I don't think 
that matters, you can still grieve. You know, I think it might be largely American. I'm not entirely sure, but we're supposed to just pick up and keep going. You know, like mm-hmm. we went through something traumatic. We got to get back to work. Yeah, just we move gotta, on. Just move on. Yep. Life keeps going on. We got to go. We got to go. And it's, I mean, yeah, we do have to go, but that's that's just not how our emotions work. And some days you might have an amazing three months and then one day you get low because you heard a song that reminds you of someone or you ate some food or smelled something or looked at a color that they like you know what I mean like yeah and I don't I don't think it's fair to just push through it as if that person didn't exist because I think human connection we're going to be a part of each other no matter what so I guess my advice be to don't let grief consume you but don't be afraid to still grieve no matter how much time has passed. I think grief is really important to just have it with you. Grief is a part of life. It's like happiness. You know, you're going to be happy if you're going to grieve sometimes. I love that advice. And I needed to hear that too for myself. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, no problem. and thank you for joining me, Amara. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yay. And uh, for the rest of you, see you back here next Monday. Stay safe and be well. Thank you.